Bong. This is the Scum and Sneak fantasy football show about the LV Dynasty Fantasy Football League that we are all in. And this is the Halloween episode. Yo, yo, yo. And a bottle of Halloween. All Hallows Eve saw when the night of a thousand spoops just a fun festive holiday i've always enjoyed it i think i've said this on the pod before but as the prelude the precursor to the real money holidays of the fall and winter but even still it should be fun to pass out some candy maybe dress up if that's your thing and what's fun about this year is that halloween falls on a sunday so we get games that day so we can just watch that Instead, while passing out the candy, while doing whatever fun Halloween stuff you had. So Halloween falls on week eight, and we're getting into it. Man, this is it, the Halloween episode, huh? We finally made it to the end of October, week eight. Hello, hello, hello. Scum, what the heck is going on, man? Got the same old business going on over here. Late nights with the baby, but... People have probably seen I'm making weird random hours waiver moves and probably moves that don't even make sense because I'm delirious and not sleeping, but that's the gig and I'm loving it. But Shnake, without me going too much into the nonsense of, of my life, why don't I give us the nonsense minute question for this week? All right, hit me with that nonsense. Sticking with and wrapping up our Halloween theme, we're talking about the monster of the NFL, Derrick Henry. And my question to you is which monster, which creature, whatever you want to say, who who out of them has the best chance one-on-one to tackle Derrick Henry in the open field? Kind of creature would be best suited to tackle Derrick Henry in the open field. Dang, that's a good one. Um... I wish I, I just, I never feel like I can answer these with one distinct answer. For some reason, like Frankenstein kind of comes to mind. Like he's super <laughs> slow, don't get me wrong. But if he like kind of moved normally, he's probably big enough to try to take a stab at Derrick Henry. Um, let me see. A werewolf. Werewolf would be a pretty, you know, at a pretty decent adversary. So those are going to be my two answers. We're going to we're going to go with Werewolf and maybe Frankenstein if he moved a little quicker. All you stat junkies out there got to get us the 40 time on Frankenstein, but yeah, I was thinking Werewolf too. That's probably one of the better ones. I'm going to I'm going to cheat a little bit and I'm going to say a ghost. A ghost is just going to possess Derrick Henry He's going to drop right there on the field. No forward progress. We got the stop, people. But that's the Nonsense Minute this week. And I'll give everyone listening just a quick peek behind the curtain like we like to do sometimes. We're going to have a pretty abbreviated show today, a pretty quick one. Um, It's a a holiday weekend. We've got Halloween. We've got Nevada Day. Hello. So we're we're on a time crunch and we're just kind of we're going to breeze through week eight a little bit, but then come back and hit you guys with a little more in-depth next week so without further ado let's do the power ranks and as always we start from bottom to top number 12 is big t number 11 
Jimbo's Roadkill. Number 10, Hanging Strong, Sneak Inc. Number 9, Got Off the Schneid last week, the Do Nothing Commission Brandon. Number 8, Falling a Few Spots After a Tough Loss is Chase. Number 7, After Beating Aforementioned Chase is Matt. And then our playoff grouping as of now starts with Doug at number 6, big surprise. We've got Ben falling all the way from number 1 to number 5 after getting his first loss. Number 4 after beating Ben is Wade. And then the big surprise this week, number 3, Hesse moving up after beating a tough opponent and scoring the most or and having the most points scored in the league. And then our top two that we always talk about, Eric at number two and Scum, number one in the ranks and number one in Sleeper. It's good to be back on top. But Sneak, as we speed through these a little bit, give me your big picture view on those ranks and, and what you think. Well, 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 the way I see it, we've got a rush for first place, a conglomeration of middle ground, middle of the, the pack, and then our lowly Stromboli's at the bottom, me, myself, T, Jimbo. You know, Brendan was trying to make a push to join the Cool Kids Club, but he looks to be back in the winning column. Do nothing, Kamish. Yeah, I don't know, man. This is how it looks. This is going to be an interesting week, as they all are, but all eyes are on this league. Yeah, not to beat a dead horse, because we talk about it every week, it would seem, but there's kind of three tiers to our group. Those guys that by either the strength of their teams or their records are, are firmly in the playoff hunt. So that, that's our top five with, with Jesse kind of being the dark horse surprise there. But he's got the most points in the league. So we've got to consider him a, a true contender at this point. Then you've got the next group, uh, Chase, Matt, and Doug, all going to be jostling for that last playoff spot. Maybe they can bump one of those other guys with a, with a good winning streak here. But they're, they're all kind of tight there and, and we'll have to see who who can separate themselves if if at all or it might come down to the end like we saw last year brandon maybe is in a tier by himself because he has a good roster maybe he can make a push coming up here and, and be in the mix but below him are guys that are playing for the future and, and that's fine that's what they are either forced into or, or plan to do from the beginning but there's always got to be that group that just, you know, is ready to to plan ahead. So that's that's the situation in the league right now. That's what the power rankings reflect, and we're just going to have to continue to monitor it and see who can really, uh, again, take advantage of matchups by weeks and, and move up in those ranks, both in the sleeper and in our power ranks, because we know those are the ultimate source of truth. Like we mentioned, though, we're forced into a faster pace this week, but we still have to listen to a word from our sponsors because they keep the lights on. This week's episode of the Scum and Sneak Fantasy Football Show is brought to you by Juge Plus Max. It's the new subdivision of Juge Plus where you get movie recommendations based off of our advanced, complex algorithm. This week, we're giving you three movies to watch, to suit your Halloween cravings. So across Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Hulu, you can watch Monster House, The Final Girls, 
at Midsummer. A nice variety there, something for everyone in your life, in your home. And if you want to continue to have more movie recommendation packs like that, subscribe to Juge Plus Max, a subdivision of Juge Plus. And we're back. Time to blaze through these matchup sneaks. So let's start, as always, with mine. And we've got the new number one, Mejia Julian 09, versus the old number one. Uh, we're going to call him Smith Ben 08 this week just for fun for the matchup namesake. Mejia Julian 09 against Smith Ben 08. Uh, easy call here. Julian, my friend, scum, scummy scum, you get the win. Mahomes bounce back game on Monday night against the Giants. Obviously, uh, Kamara had an amazing game. He has another one. Godwin probably has himself another amazing game. Uh, but this is this is gonna this is a this is a matchup. This is a matchup indeed. Uh, but Scum, you get the win. Easy peasy call there. I sure hope so. But yeah, I mean, I I like my matchups more, and I I just look at Ben's roster, and he doesn't have Sanders, who's hurt, and. Uh, I know he hasn't been playing that well, but that is one of the mainstays of his team. So uh, he also has DJ Moore, who has been underwhelming because of Sam Darnold. We also have Devontae Smith, who has Jalen Hurts as his quarterback. So again, kind of hampered there in his receiver's core. And as we know, Ben does struggle at tight end. So he's still rolling out Cole Komet. And I should have the advantage there, even with Mahomes kind of being... I don't know, kind of a dope lately. Kelsey has still been fine, and I should have an advantage. And then, uh, as always, I like to point out, and I like my reverse stack this week with Brady throwing a Godwin with no Antonio Brown, probably. So uh, chalk that one up for me, and let's hope we're not wrong. We'll move on to our number 11-ranked team, Jimbo's Roadkill Skull and Crossbones Emoji, versus our new number 4 team, Team Wade Yealy, coming off of a big win. Current projection so show a Wade win, and I think that's probably got to remain the case. Jimbo's running out Jarek McKinnon. Don't think that's going to work, but I like the sneaky Osborne play for another big, long touchdown. Robbie Anderson's not playing well. Uh, Wade's got some nice uh, matchups, and even if they're not the greatest, uh, his squad of players is going to be a lot better suited for the win. Uh, Wade goes seven and one. Jimbo goes one and seven and stays firmly planted at the bottom of the rebuilders. Wade's roster is back to looking strong. There's some guys coming back from Bipocalypse last last week. So Josh Allen, C.D. Lamb, Mike Williams, all back in the lineup. And yeah, I think that should be enough to beat Jim. Uh, again, we talked about it. Jim has sold off some assets uh, to Wade, actually, even though that one didn't work out for for Wade so much. But uh, rumors are that he's still looking to do so. So he's ready to just move on. He, like you said, has iffy at best plays in McKinnon and and some others there. But where Wade's worst plays are going to be at running back, and even so, Elijah Mitchell and Cordero Patterson of late have proved us wrong in that you know in what we said about them being not the the best running back duo. So they've they've done enough for Wade, and he should continue to get a win. And like you said, go to seven and one. Next, we've got a pretty big duel between our number three ranked team, Dark Magician, versus the number six ranked team, the Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon. Hesse versus Doug. 
Oh, dang. Hesse's got some buys looking at him that are not fun. He's got his Ravens on by. Gronk probably still hurt. I don't know if that's going to make a difference. He's running out Jameis against Tampa Bay. A little revenge game. Ooh, I do love a revenge game narrative. But Doug with Tua, Derrick Henry, we know he's just unstoppable. T. Higgins hasn't been playing that well. Antonio Brown, doubtful, probably not coming back from that injury yet. So I'm going to say Doug gets a win here. Projections are showing that he currently will have a nice win as well. With you saying that, I think it sounds like we have a Halloween upset. Scum and Sneak upset of the week? Scum and Sneak upset of the week. Upset of the week. Yay, yay. Yeah, in another week, I think we might have a different story to tell here, but you alluded to it. Jesse's got major bye week issues and injury trouble. The Ravens, who are his whole team, are out on bye, so he's losing out there big time. You mentioned Gronk, but also Antonio Brown was on crutches, so he probably isn't going to play. And Jesse's backup options aren't that great, uh, again, with without the Ravens. And then he still has to play Dearness Johnson, last week's hero. And he will get some run because Kareem Hunt's still out, but Chubb should be back. We all know Chubb. And that means that he should, you know, not expect Jesse, I mean, should not expect another 30 burger from Dearnest. And then Doug's got his full compliment. And uh, that team has been putting up 150 pretty consistently. So, yeah, Doug upsets Hesse this week. Crazy. Next up, we've got the number two ranked team, LaVisca, LaVusca, Nuska versus our number seven ranked team. Goodell is a against old South Dakota buff after Ernie just made himself a trade. He's going to be playing Joe Burrow in that quarterback spot. Mixon was on track to be, he did pretty much dope out last week. Only 14, one of his lower outputs of the season. If he wouldn't have got that touchdown, it would have been even worse. Uh, but Tyler Lockett hasn't been playing that great. Keenan Allen coming off his bye. We'll see if Najee can run rampant on Cleveland. Uh, but Matt's, I love the Damian Harris play this week against the Chargers. Sorry. Uh, Hopkins on Thursday night. Uh, A.J. Brown looking like he's back in the mix. Antonia uh, seems to be fighting through his injury. Uh, and Herbert, I expect him to throw pretty well against the the Patriots. So I'm going to go – I'm actually going to just say that Matt gets the win. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give show Matt some love, and he gets a win here. You know, the odds are stacked against him, but it's a, it's a win all around. I got to disagree with you there, and it's funny that you say that the odds are stacked against Matt because Eric is now throwing out the ultimate bungle stack with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and Joe Mixon. So, yeah, maybe not the the best uh, history organization-wise with the Bengals, but that offense is looking good now, and, and especially uh, Burrow and Chase, their, their connection is looking legit, just like it did in college, and... I'm all in on Eric's team. I'm I'm very, very impressed with with what he's put together. Oh, and we got to do Pitts talk because Pitts, I think, has officially ascended. He's got the most receiving yards, four tight ends. Um, 
through the first seven games or something in history. So he's on track for what I had predicted was the best tight end rookie season ever. Uh, I think that is bearing out. Again, the stats maybe aren't officially that, whatever. He's legit. So happy to say that. I was right, even though I have no shares of Kyle Pitts anywhere, sad to say. Um, I think it will be close because you mentioned Matt's team is kind of bouncing back and resurging from what we saw earlier in the year. But I I just think that Eric's got a lot of firepower and he should be able to hold off. I do agree with you, though, that Herbert should have a good game, a bounce back game after the bye week and then after uh, a trouncing by the Ravens prior to that. So I expect big things from him. But Eric has the reverse stack with Keenan Allen. So I I would guess that they kind of match each other's points there. And then uh, I don't think Damian Harris will do that great, but that's just a fan in me because the Chargers do give up a lot of points to running back. So uh, I'll probably be wrong there, but either way, I think Eric still gets the win. And maybe Matt's happy about that because he did ask us to stop picking him because he was blaming us for his bad luck. But I don't know. We'll see what happens this week. Let's get into another fun, close matchup here with our number nine, but maybe pushing to get a higher-ranked team in Let's Go Brandon versus the number eight team, High Speed Chase. So both teams that have high aspirations, what do you think is going to happen here? Gooch, Brandon, this might be one of our closer matchups. Current projections show the closest that it's going to be. Brandon running at Jerry Jude after being hurt since week one. Uh, but Gooch got Stafford, who's always solid. Aaron Jones probably is going to have a major, major game on Thursday because they're missing all their receivers. Uh, so I expect that to be a, a you know big point get for Gooch. Uh, Debo, I believe he came back down to earth. Uh, no, he did not. He scored 20 points. <laughs> okay, never mind. I guess this guy's just always going to be really good, so nothing really to speak of there. I like the Gesicki over Seals-Jones matchup. Uh, let's see. Uh, all right, Gooch, you get the win. Steady proclamation there, but I'm going to have to disagree with you again, and I think this is the most we've ever disagreed in the matchups, and... Must be that, that Halloween air. I don't know. Probably a full moon. I don't know. No one checks the astrology, astronomy, either of them. But I, I think Brandon will win this week. And uh, I agree with some of what you said. I think Stafford and Aaron Jones are going to have great games this week. Debo probably will be uh, amazing again, like you mentioned. But I think the the biggest thing that's going to hold Chase back is not having Saquon. Uh, I don't think Saquon's going to play this week, so he has to play Gainwell instead, which probably isn't the worst option. But the the Eagles running back still hasn't been a a major point getter in fantasy this year. And like you mentioned, Brandon gets Judy back this week, so that really helps out his receiver core. Even though it's the first week back, I mean he should acclimate just fine. And has a pretty good matchup against the Washington football team. And then I, I like Diggs against Miami. I like Pittman against Tennessee. There's just solid all the way around. And then he's got Swift and Chubb. So Brandon's strengths are, are starting to show a little bit more again with his running backs being being back and healthy uh, and having Chuba Hubbard be like 60% of Christian McCaffrey. So if I think if Matt Ryan holds on and continues his play as of late, then Brandon will pull out a win here. 
one last matchup here to wrap us up, and uh, I'll just go ahead and let you intro this one because it's a, it's a big one. Ooh, me and T matchup. Oh, my gosh. Battle of the number 12 and number 11 seed currently. Yeah. I think if this is going to be the first to 100 wins, and I call that to be T. He gets his first win of the season. He joins me and Jimbo. Or Jimbo and I is the only guys with one win in the year. And unless we play each other again at some point, then that's going to stay that way, and we're going to just be fighting for the fighting for the bottom squads, uh, and we're probably going to all join hands together in the off season uh, to figure out how to right these ships. Is uh, is what I got to say. Back on the agreement train with you, Sneak, and I think, unfortunately for you, I think we've got a a, a Halloween. Blowout. This coming sneak blowout of the week. Blowout of the week. Blowout of the week. Let's go. Now you've got some hope against that with Dak coming back, but bad news for you is there's a reverse stack. T has Amari, and it feels like Amari Cooper is due for a big game. And then just overall, Tyler's receivers are just so strong. We talk about it a lot. And your guys, uh, unfortunately, can't match it. So when he rolls out DK and Amari, and then to a lesser extent, Odell, maybe he can find it this week, and Sterling Shepard for sure if, if Shepard does play. But two out of those four are still going to be are pretty good uh, compared to your guys. And then neither of you have strong running backs. Quarterback, when, he, when you plug in Dak and he plugs in Aaron Rodgers, I think that should be a Warsh. I'd give tight end edge to Higby over Henry. And, yeah, I think just, you know, it's not going to be a huge, huge blowout win, but we talked about it a lot. Um, most of the matchups this week across the board are going to be close. So we've got to pick it here, and unfortunately it's for you, but, again, it's a Halloween blowout. If that makes it any better, that's probably the most fun one to have this year. And speaking of Halloween, let's do our final tricks and treats of the month. If you'd be so kind, why don't you kick us off? All right, hopes or tricks and treats. You know, I think I kind of alluded to it, but maybe not. I'm going to say my my treat this year, this week is Aaron Jones. If you look at his uh, output recently, you know, he had been having some nice games, uh, but he also has had some very poor games. Four points week one, nine points last week, uh, a 13 and 18 mixed in there. So it hasn't really been performing the best, but he's also been performing pretty stinking good but this is the week where he has to bust out they don't have any receivers uh they're playing against the cardinals who uh don't have the greatest of defenses and i think aaron jones or aaron Rodgers is going to rely on aaron jones in the running and the passing game a ton so he is my treat for week eight and my trick is i think i did call doug to get a win against hesse uh, my trick on Hesse's team is going to be Mike Evans. I think Mike Evans scored three touchdowns last week, probably over 100 yards, had himself a crazy monster awesome game, but that will not be the case this week. Uh, he uh, will be shut down in that Saints game. Uh, maybe gets himself in that 40 or 50-yard range. He ain't going to score, though, because all scoring is going to go to Godwin and Forney and the rest of that supporting cast. So my trick, my final trick of October is Mike Evans. 
you know, I love hearing some some Godwin love, and I think that's Mike Evans' second second round this season of being a a trick or a dope. I believe I was right last time. I didn't pick it last week because that would have been super wrong. But we'll see if we can hit two times uh, this season for that. My treat this week is going to be on Tyler's team, and it's it's someone in his starting lineup. I couldn't do my normal thing, but I think Jamal Williams has a big week, uh, kind of contributing to what I was saying about the blowout of the week. But they've they've got the Eagles matchup. I would expect the Lions to get their first win, and because of or and along with that, I think that. Both Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift score rushing touchdowns. I think it's just a kind of a banner day for that offense. And Jamal Williams is a beneficiary of that. And my dope this week, again, kind of going back to one of the calls I made in the matchup section, but my dope this week is Cortland Sutton. And that has everything to do with Jerry Judy coming back to the lineup. As everyone knows, I'm the biggest Jerry Judy fan on the planet. And what we saw in week one was Jerry Judy be the one, get like 10 targets. And Cortland Sutton, I will pull it up right now, he had a grand whopping total of 2.15 fantasy points, one reception for 14 yards. Now, I think he'll have a better game than that, but I think he will, again, kind of be not relegated due to talent, but just Teddy Bridgewater as the quarterback, he's going to take the the open guy, and that's Jerry Judy with a little more separation and kind of those shorter routes, easier to hit. So Cortland Sutton is my trick this week. And sorry, Gooch. And that was sadly our last tricks and treats. We move on to November next week and then on to more hopes and dopes. But before we wrap up this week, we've got to do America's favorite segment, Let's come and sneak at the Thursday night game wrong. And the Thursday night game is the Packers and the Cardinals. Uh, I'm not going to go against this Cardinals run. Cardinals get the win. I am going to say that the Cardinals put up 38 points. The Packers put up 21. It's going to be a bit of a blowout. Uh, the Cardinals are going to put the foot on the gas early and often and get a commanding lead and then just slowly chip away at it. Uh, the Packers, like I said, down a lot of offensive guys. So it is 38-21. The Cardinals win. Yeah, I'm right there with you. It's going to sound like I was copying your score, but I was going to say 35-21. Uh, just expect the Cardinals to go 8-0. This is really more so just the fact that the as good as Aaron Rodgers is, I don't think that they're going to be able to score as easily. And the uh, the Cardinals' offense machine has just been rolling. And their defense has been playing really well, too. I know that J.J. Watt's not going to play, but, I mean, he's he's not the, the main linchpin of that defense. So I think Cardinals win. Like you said, minor smidgen of a blowout. But uh, they're going to look really good and kind of take command of that number one seed in the NFC. And that's the week eight episode, guys, the Halloween episode. I know it was a shorter one. So thanks for bearing with us. Um, again, life time crunches happen, but we'll, we'll get this sorted out and be back for you guys next week. So, Shanique, please take us out. And there you have it, week eight. The quick and the dirty and the dead. 
everyone be safe out there halloween have fun eat lots of reesey pumpkins uh you know have a lot of freaky fun out there love you bye bye I swear I've never done this quickly. This has never happened to me before.